the AI Jesus versus the Jesus of the Bible. That's what we're talking about here today, ladies and gentlemen. So what is this about? What is AI? Well, AI stands for artificial intelligence. That's what it stands for. And you can use artificial intelligence, AI. You know, people use it for web searches and uh, voice replication and so on and so forth. Sometimes it's being used in a very bad way. They're taking people and uh, putting a different voice on images and so on and so forth. And uh, people are using AI to write books and all sorts of things. So it's very big, billions of dollars being spent in this modern day on this uh, AI, artificial intelligence. I came across an article the other day, New York Post. It says, AI, Jesus is scary. TikTok sermons are a thinly veiled threat of damnation, experts says. So apparently somebody was... Uh, doing some type of TikTok stuff. I don't know too much about TikTok, but I want to concentrate more on the image that they have, you know, what they say. It's an AI image, I guess, of Jesus. So you know what I did? I said, you know, they have these um, AI things. You can, It's called text to image. You can write in some words and then it'll uh, present an image based upon the words that you type in. So what I did, I got one of these AI types of things, and I typed in Jesus on the judgment seat. I just wanted to see what would come up. And here's a couple of images that came up. Here's one with Jesus in a black robe, and then here's another one with Jesus in a red robe. And here's another one, almost looks like the, the, the getup of the Pope there, sitting on his little throne. Here's another one, almost, this, this guy looks like he's high on something. Uh, look at his eyes. I mean, wow. Now, now the next one, this guy looks like Santa Claus. Woo! What does Jesus have to do with Santa Claus anyway? That's the question, folks. What does Jesus have to do with Santa? Now, long before AI, you know, people would have images of Jesus that had nothing to do with the real Jesus. Look at the pictures here regarding Mary, big Mary, little Jesus. Look at that, Big Mary. This is the Catholic version of uh, Jesus here. Look at the Big Mary. The focus is on Mary. Look at the little baby. It looks like he's giving a peace sign. <laughs> my, oh, my. Look at the next image, folks. Once again, Big Mary. Well, look at the crown on the head. Little baby, cuckoo baby. Jesus, a little crown on his head. Look what he's holding in his hand. A pair of rosary beads. The beads look like they're bigger than he is. My, oh, my. 53 Hail Marys on that pair of rosary beads. You see, do you see the deception, folks? So you, this intelligence, okay, that's not AI, but by the way, these are images uh, from something else. But what I'm trying to show you, folks, is it presents a false image, a false picture of who the real Jesus Christ is. Now, if you want a picture of the real Christ, you know where you find it? You find it within the scriptures. That's where you find it. So you don't want to fake Jesus, folks. You want the real deal. You want to know where you stand uh, before him. You know, are you ready to meet God, the real Jesus? I'm not talking about this fake Jesus and all of these images that, that have nothing to do with truth. So, you know, what do we learn? You know, a lot of times they present Jesus as a, a blonde-haired man with blue eyes and so on and so forth. Let's go to the Bible and see what we can find. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. It says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, 
he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Wow. So you want to know about Jesus, folks? You go to the scriptures, and we see he was born in Bethlehem. He was born king of the Jews, not just as a Jew. He was born king of the Jews. And folks, uh, you're learning something here, folks. The wise men, they wanted to know where he was going to be born. They were Gentiles. The first people to worship Jesus were Gentiles. Yet the Jewish people knew they went to their own scriptures. You go to the book of Micah, chapter 5, verse 2. You will find the prophecy regarding Jesus Christ where he would be born. Isn't this beautiful? So the prophets knew about the real Jesus, folks. He was born king of the Jews. So you get a picture already of who the real Jesus Christ is. Oh, my. Oh, my. Now, if the Jesus was killed on the cross, let's get a picture of what he was like then. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 to 18, it says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Wow. Folks, you know as well as I do, if, if, if a person has all power in heaven and in earth, would you not agree with me that we're talking about deity, Jesus Christ, God in the flesh? All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. That's what he said. And this is after he rose from the dead, folks. So he was killed on a cross. He rose from the dead and he says, I have all power. Isn't this interesting? So we're getting a picture. This is how you get a, a real picture, a good image of who the real Jesus is. You don't have to go to AI, artificial intelligence, or you don't have to go to man-made tradition from the Roman Catholic uh, hierarchy, uh, the magisterium and the Pope. No, no. You go to the Bible. You go to the scriptures. Oh, yes. Here's something else that Jesus said after he rose from the dead, Mark 16 verses 15 to 16, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Wow. Damned, folks. Will you be damned when Christ comes back? Or if you die before, would you... Would, would you be damned, folks. That's something you have to ask yourself. So here's the Lord saying, go into the world, preach the gospel to everybody. The believer, they're going to be saved. The unbeliever will be damned. It couldn't be any clearer. So we're getting, once again, a picture of uh, who the real Jesus is and what happens to those who do not believe in him. John chapter 3, verse 36, it says, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Wow. So, so if you're an unbeliever, uh, the, the scriptures make it clear 
that the wrath of God is upon you right now. So that's something you have to think about. Now let's go to the book of Revelation, and this is uh, after Christ ascended into heaven, chapter 1, verses 10 through 18. It says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches, which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment, down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. That's powerful, folks. So we learn just in that uh, passage of Scripture about the Alpha and the Omega, we see that he's called the first and the last. Now we're talking about deity once again, folks. Deity. And we find out that the, the first and the last was he. He says, I am he that liveth and was dead. This is Jesus Christ, folks. And he says, I'm alive forevermore. So what a picture. I mean, his flames, his eyes were like flames, folks. Isn't that something? His head and his hairs, white like wool. His eyes were as a flame of fire. Does this sound like the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus, folks? <laughs> this is who you and I are going to stand before, folks, on Judgment Day, you see? So if you go to artificial intelligence, AI, or you go to the man-made tradition of uh, the Catholics or some other uh, cult, uh, this is what you're going to be deceived in the end. So I'm giving you the good news, folks, uh, how, how to get right with God. So where does this leave people like you and me? How on earth, if we're going to stand before a God that's holy, I mean, whose eyes are like a flame of fire, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Well, I'll tell you what to do. I'm going to give you some good news here, folks. Romans chapter 3, verses 19 to 20, it says, Now we know that what things soever the law saith, that saith to them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. What does this say, folks? Look what it says. It says, every mouth may be stopped. You and me, folks, we're shot. Forget it. Let's, let's get real here. You don't stand a shot. You're a sinner. The law shuts your mouth. It shuts my mouth. You're guilty. That's what it says here. It says, all the world may become guilty before God. That's every man and woman, no matter who you are. I don't care how famous you are, how rich you are, 
It means nothing in the sight of a holy God. Nothing. Let's look at Romans chapter 3, 21 to 26. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Folks, listen to me. Without the righteousness of Christ, you will not be in heaven. Hear it. Without faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you will not be there. I made it very clear to you. You stand guilty before God. You're guilty. I'm guilty. It's, it's the righteousness of Christ himself that you need. That's right. And that's why he came into this world. He came down from above, folks. Took on our flesh. Partook of our humanity. Went to the cross for you and me. This is why he's the only way, folks. This is the good news. You're hearing it, folks. Maybe for the first time, I don't know. Could be for the last time. But you're being presented with the truth. I'm not giving you an AI Jesus here. I'm not giving you a man-made tradition Jesus. Make-believe Jesus. Fake Jesus. I'm giving you the true Jesus Christ. Look at Romans 5. Verses 6 to 10, for when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die yet peradventure, for a good man somebody even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So, you know, this is the greatest news you could ever hear, folks. Christ died for the ungodly. And you got to come to the place. I've said this before. You are ungodly. You say, oh, no, I, I do. don't don't put me in the same class as the murderer or this one. I, I, I know I'm not perfect, but uh, listen to me now. Without Christ, you're dead in your sins. That's right. So you need Christ. He died for the ungodly. In his sight, you are ungodly. And you have a choice to make. So it says, God commended his love toward us. That's you, that's me. While we were yet sinners, speaking of us, Christ died for us. So here's the way to be justified, folks, by his blood. That's the only way uh, we can be saved from wrath. Remember before I said the wrath of God is abiding upon you right now if you've never been saved, never been cleansed through the blood of Jesus Christ. You're his enemy right now. And the only way to be reconciled back to God is through the death of his son. Okay, not Mary. Not Mary. Okay, Mary has nothing to do with salvation. Zilch, zero. So Christ died for the ungodly. So uh, let me leave it here with this uh, passage from the book of Revelation. We're talking about uh, the judgment. Well, so remember I talked about the judgment seat. 
So there's one central judgment. There are not several judgments, three, four judgments. Put that nonsense aside. That's what it is. It's, it's spiritual nonsense. There's one central judgment. This is it, folks. Revelation 20. We're going to look at verses 11 through 15. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, speaking of Christ, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And it was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So all humanity, folks. So you're going to have the believers there. Their names are written in the book of life. Okay? And, and they won't be thrown into the lake of fire. They've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's good news. But we'll all be judged together. So forget about those several, three, four, five, whatever it, whatever it is. It's nonsense. There's one judgment, folks. Here it is right here. One judgment. You're either in the book of life or you're not. Okay? So, so the question is, you know as I speak to you right now, folks, whether you are right with God. You know whether you've been born again. That's a whole, I could do a whole study on being born again. Read John chapter 3. Okay? About being born again. You must be born again. But the blood, folks, is going to wash away your sins. So uh, remember what you heard here today, folks. We're talking about the AI Jesus, you know, which, uh, this uh, artificial intelligence. And, and then the Jesus of the man-made tradition of the Catholic Church and other uh, different Jesuses that are out. There are many fake Jesuses, folks. But there's one real Jesus. And you can find out who that real Jesus is by opening up the scriptures for yourself, okay? That's, that's how I got saved, folks. Here I am going to church as a Roman Catholic, saying my Hail Marys, my rosary, 53 Hail Marys on that rosary beads over and over again, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord. Oh, I was lost. I was on my way to hell, folks. That's what I do. I do these videos to bring you out of that bondage. Come out from among them. That's what I'm uh, doing these things for. Come out and, or any other... A fake teaching that you're into, folks. Okay, I'm presenting the true Christ. So the AI Jesus versus the Jesus of the Bible. And the Jesus of the Bible is the one who's going to judge you one day. That's the one you want to know, folks. So you heard the word here today. You can get saved just like anybody else. Get saved. Get yourself a Bible. Dig into the scriptures. Study the word for yourself. Be blessed.